Let's take it back to kind of the basics here, Chris, and let's just talk about headlines. And when I, when I talk about responsive search ads, I'm going to say the most important part of them are what you do with your headlines. Are you going to agree with that? 100%. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. It's important. So ha, ha, so if it's so important and you know why is because good responsive ad headlines lead to a good score, a good click-through rate, more incremental impressions, everything we just talked about. So they are, to me, the most important thing. But what do you do with them then? Like, how do you create your responsive ad headlines? So um, there was something really important that you coined or didn't you coin you you, you, specific, you read at the very top of the show was you mentioned it's going to closely match to potential customers search terms okay so what it's saying there is very different than if they would have said keywords so yeah that's right we could replace the word search terms by intent so we could read that same sentence in this way. Your ads content is going to match more closely to potential customers' intent. What they're actually looking for, you know, what what they're interested in. And as a marketer, you should reinterpret that whole search term intent to read level of the funnel. You should when you write a responsive ad headline, you should write your ads to the kind of people that you're trying to reach out to. If you're running a campaign that's mm. primarily focused on, you know, people who are just stepping into possibly wanting a new roof on their house, people who are looking for, you know, a, a dentist in their area, people who are researching, you know, what what medication or what uh, what doctor or something like that they should think. You know, this is the beginning of the funnel. This is the kind of thing where you are going to inform, invite them to learn about something. Now, if someone's doing very specific searches, longer tail, full context types of searches, speak on that level. So that's that's how I write responsive ad headlines that work. I speak to the intention of the searcher, whether you want to call that, that you the want. search term the, uh, that that I want, I'm going to speak yeah, to the want. people that I want to respond to my ad, and that means, on the other hand, people that I don't want to respond don't click on the ad. So that might mean I put a price point to keep people out that are going to say, "Oh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to click on that. I don't want to spend five hundred dollars on a on a on a drone. I'm looking for a cheap birthday toy for you know fifty bucks." Yeah, and. The interesting thing is, like, we don't have documentation on it today. I, I didn't find it, uh, but I've seen it in the past where they literally have said something to the effect of, like, the search terms you show up on from your keywords will be influenced to some extent by the ad copy you put in your responsive search ads. Like, that's just a, it's just always a mind blowing thing to me. So that's why the, those headlines are so important. So, Chris, I do the same thing. I, I think past the keyword and I go to the search term that I want and the, not just the search term, but the person doing who knows what search term, but the person I want. And I think to both those things that are past the keyword and I write headlines to talk to them and try to influence the system to show me to those people. Mm -hmm. And then to try to influence those people to see my ad uh, when it's listed there with everything else on the search results page. But I also still use keywords in my headlines uh, on at least some of my headlines. Yes. 
And I do that so I can get a good uh, ad strength, which again, we'll talk about ad strength later in the episode. But the point is, I think past the keywords, I think about the search terms. I also think about the person doing the search, just like you. I also use keywords though to balance that, like making ads for the person and making ads for the machine. Now I'm making ads for the machine, making headlines for the machine, trying to get the machine to show me to the right person with the right search terms. But I'm also thinking about the old school machine of like ads matching the keywords so I get a good quality score, a good ad strength score, and it knows that my ads are relevant right from the start. I don't do it with every headline. I do it with a handful of them, but I do it on every responsive search ad. Are you also still doing the old school use keywords in your ad headline kind of thing that I'm doing? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a balance. It's the creativity required now is so much heavier than what was required years ago. Years ago, you could come up with one or two creative ideas and the third headline could just be a throwaway. Now you come up with a couple creative ideas. Now change your tone, change the way that you say it, change the order, change a lot of things about how you come up with those. And you don't just put the keyword in over and over again because you need to write headlines that could potentially be shown all together. These, you know, three headlines could be shown and you're basically just repeating the same thing over and over again. You need to try saying it in a different way. Um, And that's, I think that's, I think that's incredibly important that you don't just say the same thing over and over again. Yeah. So within that mix, you also, I also use headlines. I use them for the keywords we, we talked about just now. I use them for what we talked about earlier, the search terms and the the person. Yeah. But I, I also use like calls to action. Uh, that's another usage of headlines. Uh, and when you think about calls to action, you know, call now for a free quote, something like that, whatever. It takes a level of trust with responsive search ads to trust the machine yeah. to not put call now for a free quote right next to your other call to action, call today to schedule. Some people get scared. Well, what if headline one is call now for a free quote and headline two is call now to schedule and the ad doesn't seem relevant to the search at all? We'll talk about pinning in a second, but doesn't it take that level of trust to just kind of trust the system go, no, I have two calls to action. I want to see how they they do, the different ones do. I'm going to trust the system that A, they're not going to be headline number ones probably, and B, they're not going to be one and two back to back to each other, or three, even in the same ad together. I I have engaged that level of trust with Google, and I've gotten to a point where I've seen the greatness of responsive search ads and the incremental impressions you can get. I trust the system. Do you trust the system, Chris? I have to, yeah. I mean, you have to. Yeah, That's I, a great answer. I, I That's have a great to. answer. Yeah. <laughs> Unbutton that top button a little more. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And show just... off that that uh, strong chest because that's a <laughs> thump that chest, Chris. That's a great answer. Yeah. Yeah. That is a great I, answer. I'll tell you what I've realized. And, you know, the responsive search ads have forced me to realize is that people aren't reading this like it's, you know, like it's a text from their from their crush. They're not pouring over every word. What they're doing is they're glancing through and, you know, their their mind is kind of seeing the words and they see a couple things. And they're like, oh, yeah, OK. And then they click it. You know, this this is a 
insta response kind of thing. So when I when I see Google having headlines that are repetitive and I'm like, what in the world? That doesn't sound good or that, you know, that that's very repetitive. That seems kind of dry, but yet it could be the most popular headline that Google shows. And the fact is I have to lay aside my creative thoughts and think what's going to get the clicks. And sometimes, you know, people just glancing through the the ads headlines and clicking on it is all I really need. There's not a whole lot of creativity juice that I might need. Yeah. And I, again, I just trust Google to, if you feed it the right mix of headlines, it'll do well uh, with it. A couple more things I think about with responsive search ads, Chris. Uh, one is a great tip directly from Google. I, I had not seen this before. I just saw it today. Get that smirk off your face, Chris, and let me run the show. I know what you're thinking. All right. Okay. Get that smirk off Sorry. your face. Before I slap you, <laughs> knock those fake teeth out. Oh, oh, no. All right. This is a great tip directly from Google, Chris. I, I had never seen this before uh, until today, uh, but I think it's a great way to kick off the ad headline process and get in that mindset of putting together everything, keywords, unique stuff, calls to action, search terms, thinking about the user. Google says, try writing the first three headlines as if they'll appear together in your ad. Mm. And what I like about that is it it can help you build some trust and loosen. it'll loosen you up a little. You'll be like, okay, I've done these three headlines together. I'm telling Google, this is the way I'm thinking. Yeah. And Google's saying, yeah, we want to know how you're thinking. We think the same way. Like three headlines go together. They're not all calls to action. They're not all unique. They're not all keyword stuff. So throw three of them in there and we'll figure out how to mix them. So uh, I like that little tip from Google. And then how about this one, Chris? And I'm curious about how unique you'll get on your headlines. But I wrote down, be extremely unique. And it's it's easy to forget this sometimes because you have those pressure points in the responsive ad builder to say, hey, use keywords. But they also tell you, be unique. And if I when I mean unique, Chris, I mean like, instead of like, just call now today for a quote, call now to talk to Jennifer. Uh, for a quote or call now to schedule with Jennifer or something like that, throwing something crazy and unique out there. And maybe it'll work. Like people will call in and go, and then Jennifer, Hey, this is Jennifer with so-and-so. How can I help you? And they'll be like, Whoa, this is different than just going to search and getting a generic temp at landing page with stock photos from the other guy. This is that said, Jennifer, this this is a real business. Do you, do you like that level of throw something crazy unique at it? I like that. Yeah. The the fact is that if you're in an industry that has a lot of competitors, all it takes is a couple competitors to do kind of the same thing and they all look uniform. They all look vanilla, boring, show me something different. And yeah, I... I, Oh, you'll see something different in that organic first listing. uh, So if everything's the same, people just like glaze over it and go, well, I don't want just an advertiser. But if you have something that looks organic level worthy yeah worthy of being an organic listing because it's so unique people will go oh this showed up in google like this must be Mm -hmm. what i should click on so yeah interesting yeah love it 